0: coming come you are terrible into California. If
1: you saw Andy's outfit right now, as he ran across the stage, you'd all would laugh. <laughs> we are Andy and Hetty resurrectministry.com. You can find all of our content. Andy's in Facebook jail right now. So we're only broadcasting on YouTube and LinkedIn. So
0: you had to tell everybody I was in jail?
1: Yeah, Facebook jail. Everybody oh. knows everybody spends time in Facebook jail. <laughs> I have yet to spend time in Facebook
0: jail. You got a whole Instagram deleted.
1: I had a whole Instagram deleted, folks. <laughs> and so, i actually you're no angel no and i actually long story but yeah i actually lost my entire instagram account after spending years building it of your ministry of the ministry yeah but you know i was telling a friend of mine so i'm gonna now that we're diving into this subject I'm gonna <laughs> tell
0: a story okay
1: i was telling a friend of mine that's starting a new ministry she was thinking of running an ad campaign with a commercial like ad company and i said listen i got I'm just going to tell you my personal experience that when you do ministry for the Lord, for the kingdom, it's His ministry and He will grow it the way He wants to. Mm -hmm. And if you think you're going to use all your little clever business acumen to grow it like you would a business, He's going to make a laughing stock of you. And so (laughs) that's what God did. I spent money doing ad campaigns, I had professional graphic designers, and All of that content that I spent thousands of dollars creating Instagram just said, I'm sorry, you violated community service and we're deleting your account and permanently removing it. Never gave me a chance to get it back. Nothing gone. Wow. Tyrants. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's just the uh, learning experience. Well, you
0: should have taken my class that I used to teach about (laughs) Facebook and going live in, uh, you know, in San Diego and some other places I did it because one of the things I would warn them is that you own nothing on these social media platforms. I know so that. So make sure you, you back up everything. You you It has to live somewhere else. It can't just live on these social and media I platforms. And I knew
1: that. I knew that from back in the day before we had YouTube, that oh. program. Yes, when I was doing- MySpace? No, the other one that was, oh, and the name is escaping me now, but the one that you used to put videos on. Uh, Mm. It was before Vimeo and before YouTube, and we lost all of our content when that platform went dead. But the thing is, is that this was professionally designed from the graphic designer, and so she would send it. So I probably have them somewhere by text. Mm. Um, But yeah, I just,
0: yeah. So we're doing something a little different today because I'm uh, a bit under the weather. I got that uh, creeping crud that everybody's getting. <laughs> creeping crud?
1: Is yeah, that what they're calling that's it? What my mom called it. <laughs> oh, okay. My
0: mom's longer with us, but back in the day, anytime you were sick, you had the you had the creeping crud. Oh. And that's uh, apparently what I have. And um, and just to uh, spare you of the sound of my voice and coughing, Hetty is going to read the devotional from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning. Hit it.
1: This is a good one. I really like this one because this is a symptom of a disease that we still have in the church. And he wrote about this a hundred years ago. Here goes, folks. Titus 3.9, avoid foolish controversies. Our days are few and are much better spent doing good than in disputing matters that are best of little importance. So-called men of learning years ago did the world a great disservice by their incessant debating of subjects of no practical importance. And our church today greatly suffers from such petty warring over obscure ideas and unimportant issues. And once everything has been said that can be said, neither side is any wiser. This type of discussion no more promotes knowledge than it does love, especially not love because it creates fighting and enmity. Thus, it is, foolish so our, it is foolish to sow our time in its barren field. Arguing issues where scripture is silent, discussing <laughs> mysteries that belong to God alone, debating prophecies of doubtful interpretation, mm-hmm. and disputing mere modes of observing the sacraments are all foolish and the truly wise will avoid them. Our concern should not be to ask or to answer foolish questions, but to avoid them altogether. If we would obey Paul's teaching in the preceding verse to our text, to be careful to devote ourselves to doing what is good, we will find ourselves much too busy with profitable activities to waste our time with unworthy and needless contentions. There are, however, some questions that are the exact opposite of foolishness, topics that should not be avoided but must be faced honestly and directly, and they include questions such as this. And I tell you to ask yourself these questions. They are good questions, okay? Do I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Am I being transformed by the renewing of my mind? Romans 12, two. Am I walking according to the spirit rather than the sinful nature? Romans eight, four. Am I growing in grace? Two Peter three. Does my conversation exalt the doctrine of God, my savior? Am I looking forward to the coming of the Lord? And am I continually watching as a servant who's expecting his master? Is there anything more I can do for Jesus? Questions such as these demand our urgent attention. And if we're currently involved in petty issues, let us turn our thoughts to things much more profitable. May we be peacemakers and leading and endeavoring to lead others to avoid foolish controversies, not only by our own thinking, but also by our example.
0: Yes. Hmm. Interesting. So i i I wonder. I mean, th- this doesn't include like what we would do in a Bible study, having a discussion about the Scripture. Where where does the discussion, because we're confused about something, then go into what they're talking about here about going? Is it just when you argue about it, when you become?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think a discussion for learning purposes is what he's referring to. He's referring to this, the one I'm going to bring up um, that's dangerous, but I'm going to bring it up anyways, (laughs) is the doctrine (laughs) once saved, always saved. First of all, it's not even a doctrine, but people use it as a slang expression to be like, can you lose your salvation? Mm -hmm. People fight, 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 fight over that issue. And I heard um, a great uh, message from a pastor today who said, listen, people ask me that question all the time. My response is, why, what, what does it matter? Like, why are we having that discussion? Why, do you, why should we be living so close to sin that we have to ask ourselves,
0: huh, that's good.
1: Do we, am I at risk of losing my <laughs> salvation? He says, we should be living nowhere near that much sin. We shouldn't even be asking ourselves, where's the line? He says, we should be pursuing holiness and righteousness full stop. And if we backslid in, we come to Christ asking for forgiveness and repentance because he will wash us of all uncleanliness. Mm-hmm. So our, our focus should be on how holy and righteous am I being? How much does my life reflect Jesus Christ? Not, oh my God, how many more times can I lust after another, you know, a, a person of the op- opposite sex and not lose my salvation? Right. Like, why are we why are we talking about where that line is? Because it leads to a lot of fights among believers um, over people's salvation, and that's just that's risky business, I think. Hmm. And it wastes time when you could be asking yourself these important questions: Am I growing in grace? Is there more that I could be doing? You know, am I being transformed?
0: How about our discussion with the pastor about the speaker that they had when it comes to the speaker's interpretation of what he believed and how it reflected on what he was suggesting that a church uh, do in regard to politics and Christianity?
1: Well, to me, I think that it does, um, it, it, he wasn't referring to ones that are about sound doctrine because Paul did warn that people and Jim Ryman brings it up in his section mm-hmm. that they would not be able to tolerate sound doctrine. So the question about is the old Testament still relevant? I think it's <laughs> <is> a pretty <laughs> important question about doctrine. Good. So I think it's fair. I mean, I don't think this is clear cut. You know, the ones he says is discussing mysteries that belong to God alone. Like people fight over when is the Lord coming, coming back? Yeah. People uh, fight over, are you pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib rapture? <laughs> is there even a rapture? Mm-hmm. Um, the modes of observing the sacraments. Do we celebrate the holy days? Do we not? Do we, you know, celebrate the festivals? Do we not? You know, what if, what if the Jewish law is relevant? What if it is not? You know, um, people fight over those things when, for example, if somebody wants to celebrate, you know, the Feast of the tabernacles or, you know, the uh, or Passover, what's wrong with that? We're not saying that, it, and then to tell somebody else, you're not a Christian if you don't celebrate it. That's a fight, hmm. you know. Um, I just think it's things like that that he's referring to.
0: Cool. Hey, as you're watching and coming on uh, now, if you're either on YouTube or Twitter or Twitch. Facebook's irrelevant right now. Oh, and even LinkedIn. Um, let us know uh, what you think, whether you're watching live or in on the replay. Uh, we will see the comments. The comments are important for uh, the, uh, uh, the the algorithms to identify the show as something that people are interested in. So when you comment, it really does help us out. So
1: yes, please. Even
0: if it's just let us know that you're watching or where you're watching from, that'd be great too. All right, sorry. Just no,
1: That's a good plug. Put,
0: put that out there.
1: Like, subscribe, forward, share.
0: All, all that the, stuff.
1: All the social media stuff.
0: For sure. Um, so what what else? Well, well
1: um, is your head too congested? To yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. I I, I ask the questions because I want to find out, you know, where 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 the discussion changes into foolish talk to <laughs> argument. Like there, there's different types of uh, of discussions. Yes. Some are uh, uh, foolish, as it says here, and others are, you know, just because I oh. need to need to know more we all do or i had a i had an understanding that's completely wrong
1: and i think it's also the spirit behind the (laughs) question right Yes. am i asking because i truly want to learn or am i asking to cause a fight Mm. you know or to to make a disagreement Mm. you know and i think it's it's really uh that we need to be asking ourselves am i trying to grow and learn more Yep. Um, And am I trying to do something to raise up and edify the body of Christ? I think that's really important for the meeting that we've asked for at um, the local church. Is What is the spirit of which we're trying to accomplish? Are we trying to draw people closer to Christ? Are we hoping because that's one of the things that I said to myself is that I wanted to be able to say to the pastor that, like, you know, it's important to all of us that we are being transformed, that we are growing closer to the likeness of Christ by mm-hmm. attending church. And so it's important that the messages that we hear are drawing all of us closer to the Lord. right? And teaching us about the full gospel, repentance, you know, the importance of repentance, the importance of changing our ways, the importance of holiness, um, and that the Lord's return we don't ever talk about the Lord's return. Right. You notice that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, one other important thing is when two people are discussing this in a, in a public environment, like a coffee shop or at a, a table at a restaurant or at Thanksgiving dinner when other family members around that are maybe on the fence or not sure, you know, uh, where they're at in their in their faith. If two people start to get into a discussion about it, get an argument about it, 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 it will really turn off the others from them. You know, why would I want to be a part of that religion that even the people that believe in it can't agree. Right. And they, now they're mad at each other and now they're not talking and they, one storms out of the house that, that yes. kind of foolishness will uh, turn a, a, an observer. Yes. Off and, Good point. And we will lose that person as a, uh, As a follower of Jesus Christ.
1: And I mean, doesn't that often happen when people are witnessing? If they Mm. get overly aggressive, the person's like, why do I want whatever it is you are selling? (laughs) You know, (laughs) are you telling me that that is what I have (laughs) to look forward to? That anger, that aggression, that, you know, that forcefulness? Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't want any part of those shenanigans. Yep. Right. So, was there um, anything else that came out of at least Charles' portion of this? discussion that uh,
1: i think just he has great questions just sage advice
0: so why don't we go on to what jim says before we get in the scripture because i think i from to me that was another important aspect of this devotional.
1: yes as believers we must choose our battles wisely and as we as we have seen avoid foolish controversies paul wrote um, Paul, who wrote our text verse, also encourages Christians not to pass judgment on disputable matters. That's how talking about the foolish controversies ends up in a fight mm-hmm. because you're passing judgment on all the other person believes. Yep. Paul's letters to Timothy and Titus, known as the pastoral epistles, were focused instead on the importance of sound doctrine. What Christians should be prepared to debate are the foundational truths or the fundamentals of our faith, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Here's what Paul told those two young ministers. The time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine, and overseers must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught, so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. You must teach what is in accordance with sound doctrine. Although God has kept something secret, he nevertheless holds his children accountable to the sound doctrine he has revealed. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law, Deuteronomy 29, 29. So that's how Jim basically answered that question that you had. Wait, wait, can we talk about doctrine? He's saying, absolutely, we must stand on the rock and the foundation of sound doctrine because it, we're, we're warned that in the end times, people won't follow sound doctrine, they'll prefer to hear words uh, that prickle their ears that tickle mm. their ears meaning that it just makes them happy you yep. don't really understand that terminology but do you understand what tickles their ears terminology means the or?
0: things that sound good to them and
1: does that make your ears tickle yeah
0: oh okay a feather it's soft and
1: <laughs> oh oh like that okay that's good <laughs> yeah that was a good impression I, <laughs> I didn't get it until then I've heard that verse a thousand times but now it
0: as opposed to a toothpick being put in here, like, oh, okay, I don't want to hear that. I don't want uh, anything to do with that. See the difference? Yeah.
1: The feather, the, the feather visual is very Ooh. helpful. <laughs> I got it now.
0: Very good. Yeah. All right, let's get to the scripture.
1: I got a lot of reading to do. Okay. Yes, you do.
0: We got, uh, we started with Titus, and you can take over after this. Titus 3, 8 through 9.
1: This is a trustworthy saying. And I want you to stress these things that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law because they are unprofitable and useless. Titus 3, 8 and 9.
0: The genealogies that they're talking about is in, yes. in like uh, Genesis where it goes through all those names of
1: people numbers. Yes. yes. There's tons of, tons of verses and then people would fight over um, whether the genealogies were accurate. Hmm. Those controversies still exist today. Romans twelve two: do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good and pleasing and perfect will. Without that transformation, it's monkey in, monkey out.
0: <laughs> that makes sense to you, but the feather ear didn't. No. <laughs> so I, don't, do, I, think do I don't. understand go. monkey in, monkey out. You
1: don't? No. Really? <laughs> well, if you're not transformed, um. you're you're you. Like, what do you think about a monkey? I know that they use them for labs and they're considered yeah. smart, but a monkey's like a character, right? He's just yeah. like a buffoon.
0: Mm-hmm. A
1: buffoon. So if oh. you go in a buffoon, you're going to come out a buffoon because you didn't learn anything. <laughs> or a anything. baboon. Or a baboon. <laughs> baboon in, baboon out. That means you learned nothing. You were not transformed. You didn't change. That's what I tell people about oh. what it was like for me in Islam.
0: Oh.
1: It was monkey in, monkey out. I mean, I literally came... <laughs> I went in and came out literally the exact same person, just 20 years older. All of that praying, that total, all of that not... fasting, you know what I mean? All of that stuff. And as soon as the door opened, I was like a bat out of hell, uh, swinging from the chandelier. Debauchery,
0: then head covered.
1: Yeah. And, and
0: then off debauchery. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: monkey, it was, a pause. monkey out. it was a
0: pause it was a Literally. 20 year pause a 20 the years.
1: all i did was get old <laughs> <laughs> so sad
0: so sad for the kid oh but she's <laughs> a good part i guess she's yes. a good part that was the gift you were given yes all right she's that's weird. pretty good no, now, he, now now every time it. you say monkey and monkey i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> okay
1: 2 Peter 3.18, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 1 Thessalonians, 4.15, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Isn't that a cool thought?
0: Shall not we prevent don't, them we which own, are asleep, the ones that are dead. Right
1: we never die we just sleep
0: yeah
1: jesus christ has bought for us he defeated hell death sin in the grave mm. so we don't die we just sleep good night yeah so awesome
0: very cool yeah that one. We are stuck on that number of viewers. And, the, <laughs> and they then they don't want to uh, reveal themselves. Yeah, they don't want to comment. Come on, you could comment.
1: It may be my new friend that I met on my Indonesian Zoom call. Oh. Yeah,
0: there was about that was really 40 interesting. people.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool. They asked some really interesting questions. So um
0: you were on a show where you you were a guest I was and you guest. were being interviewed by somebody who was translating your words into Bahasa. Bahasa. I've never heard of that language. In Indonesian. Huh. Was it again? Bahasa. Bahasa. Tamakasi. <laughs> so Bahasa is that a uh, is that an Asian language? Is that like Indonesia? Yeah.
1: Which I guess you. Or oh, is, is it Southeast Muslim? Asia?
0: Okay. Hmm. It didn't sound like like you know you just you can you know when somebody's speaking Chinese Japanese Korean no. doesn't sound anything like those. I languages. don't
1: I don't even think they have the same roots.
0: Okay, it sounded they, more like uh, Farsi that you speak with your mom.
1: They, oh my goodness, I don't know. I think they use the Engli- uh, English script.
0: If I'm not ah. mistaken,
1: yeah. So it's it's not like the other Asian. It's not like Korean, Japanese, or Chinese.
0: That was like a ten hour interview. It was long, two hours. How how did you do that?
1: Uh, well, she was talking a lot because she was the translator. Wow. And then we had a bunch of questions from the audience and there was, oh, my God, I got totally busted. Maybe maybe <laughs> some, maybe he's watching. Uh, I didn't realize this because I don't do apologetics, but they do. So they have uh, a bunch of Muslim viewers who come on and ask questions to try to trick you. So apparently when cr- Muslims convert to Christ, there are Muslims who come on to test you to see how good of a Muslim you were to say, well, your conversion really doesn't matter because you weren't a good Muslim anyways. I didn't even know that. Hmm. So he, the first question he asks was about a surah in the Quran and he says, do you you know what this verse 10 says? And I was like, I've never heard of that surah. And he says, "What, what do you mean you never heard of it? I said, do you know what the scripture, I said, I haven't heard of that surah. And besides the fact, what would I care about what that verse says about me if I don't believe the book is holy? He's like, okay, fine, you pass that one. Next one. <laughs> I knew it wasn't a surah. The, I knew it wasn't a chapter of the Quran, you know? I and mean, he was like, he was trying to get me to yeah. say that it was. So then the next one, he mm-hmm. says, have you ever prayed two rakah janazah? And I was like, the janazah prayer? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course I have. And he's like, ha ha, no, you haven't because it's three takbirs, not two, two uh, rakahs. And I was like, it's not two rakahs? So meaning it, two cycles of prayer. But I forgot that the funeral prayer is standing up. You don't actually go to the ground. Wow. And I forgot that. And I was like, I haven't prayed that prayer in 10 years. <laughs> I forgot. And I just started laughing. I was like, this is the funniest thing. And the, my host and the people in the audience were like, oh, they do this stuff all the time. He's like, don't pay any attention to it.
0: It reminds me of the, um, the time. Now I can't remember what it was that the, the people were trying to trick Jesus. <laughs> yes. It's it's like that. Yeah. Exactly. Like this, this is going, this goes on thousands of years later. So they try to bring up scripture in order to see if you're for real. Yeah. Huh. What was that? That they were asking them. Oh, something... the
1: Pharisees, are they constant
0: constantly yeah, asking? I, I remember that. Are you
1: allowed to heal on the Sabbath? Are you oh, gonna stone the that. woman? Yes. All all these they were constantly testing Jesus.
0: Yes. Same. Oh my gosh. They won't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so you had that uh, besides that that's actually really cool Uh, you didn't tell me that story so that's really interesting was there anything else that came out of that um, interview that kind of stands up
1: Uh, yeah actually it was um, somebody uh, contacted me after and it was a really beautiful message because they said thank you for reminding us that there is one there is more than one way to approach Muslims especially our family members because they're all strong apologetics and uh, they kind of peppered me with questions about apologetics and mm. pointing out the errors in the Quran. And I said, you know, with all due respect to the amazing work that you guys do, um, that's just not what God's called me to. And I said, my approach is um, I talk about the majesty of Christ and the importance of salvation. And I don't need to insult Islam to do that. Mm. And I, I avoid those conversations. And I said, because I know the people that I love That are sincere worshipers if i insult the quran the conversation's over like i have lost their um ability to listen to me because i've insulted them Mm. and if my goal is to win their heart or draw them closer to jesus i don't believe i'm going to do that with insults
0: i think that fits into today's devotional too
1: avoiding foolish controversies controversies because i've had somebody try to trick me with where they discovered noah's ark Mm. his boat that and means that the bible I mean. yeah, yeah and the but and the, and that means the Bible's wrong and i'm like <laughs> that that argument means absolutely nothing to me you know yeah. it's just kind of that, that and so people do that back and forth people do that with the bible all the time you know trying to shake your faith in the bible by bringing up some kind of man-made uh error like that you know something that they could point to whether it's the Dead Sea Scrolls or this, you know, discovering Noah's Ark or other things, they say, oh, see, this disproves the Bible. But the
0: cloth that he was wrapped in that has his image on it, supposedly.
1: And that disproves Jesus?
0: Well, it's a man-made, I think that's a man-made thing that they try uh, to pass off as something for real. Ah, uh, okay. From what I understand, it, it doesn't date to the, that time, apparently. Oh, I don't know enough about it, but I know that okay. there's some controversy So then it's about obviously it. fake. Yeah, that's my, that's my belief. If anybody knows, he can write, if that's been proven to be actually Jesus's, and there's a name for it. I can't remember what the name of it is, the rap that he was buried in. Yeah. Um, it starts with a T, I think.
1: Is there a word? There's a word for it. Oh.
0: But I can't remember. Um, we had a uh, uh, home church with Mariama yesterday. Yes. Um, I was. Uh, that's when I was really starting to feel sick. Coming I didn't, down. I didn't want to admit it to anybody. I wanted to just say, hey, my neck's a little sore. <laughs> I did you know when you're with a group of people and you're sick and you're and, oh, it, it doesn't hit you, days. you're there. You don't want a bunch of people to think you have, you know, the that, that thing, that thing. Um, so but my dad my neck did hurt, but I was I was falling fast. Um there were a lot of new people and uh, you had uh, some people that you were able to spend some time with. And I, I remember that there was uh, some stuff that happened last night for you. That was,
1: it was just sweet. I, yeah, the I prayed for one lady that the Lord uh, put on my heart to talk to her about uh, that she's going to have a, a powerful ministry and that she has gifts that um the Lord will reveal to her and that she needs to pursue what those are mm-hmm. and to make sure that she, you know, that she works mightily for the Lord and that there's a great calling on her life. And Afterward, I was just, I was totally surprised by it. I didn't know her from Adam. I'd never met the woman before in my life. I and I knew absolutely nothing about her. And um, she just laughed afterwards. She's like, thank you so much. She's like, I'm so glad you said that to me. She's like, its it's been said over me many times. And I, I think I'm i am starting, it's starting to come, starting to come to me. its It's starting to come together. So that was cool.
0: So with you saying that, it, it brings me to what I wanted to follow up with, and that is that it, we go to Mariama's. this is a friend of ours, Hetty. Uh, you guys knew each other she's a former Muslim Yes, and you've been a former Somavi. Muslim. This is where you guys connected some years ago, but she has a home church, yes, and we go there not every Friday but on a, on occasion and every time we go there, there's at, at least home- half the room is new, yes, like we've never seen them before, yes, and almost every time we're there, something like this happens, yes. And so and we
1: got prayed over
0: and we got prayed over and my, yeah. my neck, actually my neck that was hurting actually did start to feel better on <laughs> the way home. Um, and uh, he made my, my feet, so made my legs grow. It was some <laughs> weird stuff going on there. So <laughs> down back to my question, what is it about? Is it the, is it the home? Is it the people? It's is the it people the, people. is it, it is, it's, Absolutely. It, it's, it's strange because it, it's such a different environment for god to to he spends time with us there it feels to me
1: absolutely well that's why um there's a revival of the home church the ecclesia Mm -hmm. which is the body of the believers coming together to worship the lord because there's a free move of the spirit that way um where the the anointing is not bottled up in a single person Mm -hmm. you know because when we go to churches all the anointing is is basically thrown onto the pastor, were passive participants. And in home churches, it's an active participation. You know, she was talking about um, logos, the word, rema, the spirit, and the importance of having them together. And the other gentleman, Stan, that was there to speak, had highlighted in his book the exact same subject. And so when that happens, it also confirms for the audience that the Holy Spirit has invited everybody and has set up before the foundation of the earth, what this meeting was going to be about and who was going to be present. And just confirming that for people in the room was also really powerful. Mm. And then there's people with very strong anointings. They are prayer warriors. They are healers. They are prophetic. And so um, there's always amazing things that happen to people.
0: And it just goes to prove that you don't need a, um, a Tony Robbins type speaker. They're a polished speaker. And I, and I, please don't, if you're watching any of you that that were there, (laughs) I'm not saying this to mean anything bad, but they're not professionals. They're not professional speakers. And sometimes it it can be like, just, it's, it's just like off the cuff Mm -hmm. type of stuff happens. And it, but it's, it's almost more magical than what you receive at a place when you have a polished speaker with all the lights and the timing and, and, the, producers an in and the directors and an iPad in front of them. Those are great messages and some good things happen, but this is, it's, uh, it's magical what happens there. And you see people falling to the ground. And, <laughs> and you hear, uh, you know, people speaking in tongues and it's, it's really you something saw your legs grow. I saw my legs grow. <laughs> <laughs> You really have to go. If anybody is in the Southern California area in, yes. on a Friday night and you want to you want to go, Come on down. feel free. These people show up. Half the time, Mariama, uh doesn't Does not know. know. They, they go, we don't know who these people are. They just walk through the door.
1: And we had that happen at ours too. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah, I'll I the door. That. I
0: go, I don't say, who are you? Because now I know. I just say, hi.
1: <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> the coolest thing about that is that Every one of those people had an invitation from the Lord. Mm. That's how they got there. And so you open your home and you're like, Jesus, who did you invite today? Who did you want to dine with? He wanted to dine with each of those people Mm. that shows up. And that's just so cool to
0: witness. We've even had people at our home church come that didn't want to come.
1: Yes. (laughs) yes one guy told us i did not want to come she dragged me here
0: yes and he ended up praying over somebody and speaking to somebody for probably you know close to an hour yes and uh, prayed over her and, you and know, said they... that
1: was the reason why he came
0: <laughs> he didn't know it at the time but now he just he, but at that point he discovered why god you know t- him. said get going you, you gotta go whether you want to or not so, so amazing cool. yeah so I'm about ready to uh, pass, out? pass out now. I, I'm, you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you, lovey. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. The screen's a little blurry.
1: <laughs>
0: um, You want to tell them about the Edify app?
1: Yes, we are part of the Edify Christian Podcast Network. Very cool. It's a part of thechristianpost.com. Check it out. There's some really good podcasts out there. And if you would be so inclined to download the app and subscribe to our podcast, it would be awesome. You would be Truly blessing us. Yes,
0: for sure.
1: And if you want to contact us, drop us a line, ask a question, please visit resurrectministry.com, the comment section, and send us an email. We read them all personally.
0: And again, when you get a chance, comment, say hi, tell us where you're watching from. And those of you on the podcast, uh, just subscribe and make sure you uh, download the episodes. That Again, that helps us out immensely when you do that and share it with others. All right, that is all. We love you. God bless. Take care, bye we